every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you Sorry, ain't getting a Jay. What? I feel like a young no one. Write to us. We're very friendly. We'll respond. Much love. I like root beer now. You did me dirty. And welcome to episode number 30 of Going Deep with Matthew three, and zero, Jeremy. Three, zero, three, zero, you tell him, Jerry. You That's tell him. Three, zero. That's, hey, I want a virtual, not virtual, but far away handshake yeah, for getting up to 30 episode number 30, buddy. Episodes, my goodness. I know, I think it was so funny when we were our first like five episodes. Every time we went to a new one, I'm like, oh my God, we're here. Number six, number seven. We're at 30, we dog. We're at 30, man. We're at 30, and, like, dude. Like, it's amazing because, like, you know, we press all the right buttons and it works. And there's another person that pressed all the right buttons. Actually, there's a lot of people that press all the right buttons. Okay, I, I think I know where you're going. Yeah, the Los Angeles Dodgers pressed all the right buttons. Woo! Congratulations to the Los Angeles Dodgers on winning that seventh, right? Seventh, seventh title. Seventh. And the second time, if I'm not mistaken, winning two titles in one year for Los Angeles with the Lakers and the Dodgers. Yeah, last time was that 88. 88 the last series. Time we won, yeah, so no. That is such a great, uh, you know. A great piece of sports news, not only sports news, but Los Angeles history in general. So we're so glad that we are a part of it. Oh, we man, it's amazing to, to be a part of it. You know, it's been a really tough year for everyone. And now that we're the media, it's even better. Oh, my gosh. But now that we actually have something to, you know, cherish and remember for the rest of time, it's cemented in stone, 2020 champs, not only the Los Angeles Lakers, but the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, we're not saying that one is more important than the other, but the reason why this Los Angeles Dodgers championship means so much to us this is the first time we've been since we've been born we've yeah, always no. heard it right hey yeah. 88 was amazing you should I, my dad your probably your parents were watching they won they won mm-hmm. but now we get to experience that as fans and that was and what's nice is as much as i love the gibson moment and yeah definitely everything with it there's something new there's something fresh about the team definitely because it's not just the the pumping of the fist no more now it's Mookie Best wilding out, going around first. Yeah, or the sprinkling of the salt. The, yeah, the, you got the salt now. You got the, the booty smacking that, the over booty there. The double. Yeah, exactly. The no barrels. That's that's us now. That's, now you remember that. That's the legacy that's moving forward yeah. now, right? Awesome. Now it's not just about the in the year that's been so improbable. The impossible. The, the impossible which is always going to be. It's be, always, cemented in always, history, yeah, but always be there. that's not what the Dodgers are going to go to now. Exactly. Now they'll have a new now, one where you can yeah. hear Joe Davis yelling out, Cody Bellinger, you are ridiculous. Yeah. Or Joe Buck saying the Los Angeles Dodgers are the 2020 World Series yeah. champions. Freaking awesome. And of course, guys, that is going to be our main topic of the day. But we do need to get to other things, sports updates around the world. And of course, our main subject, our actually beginning subject, which is going to be the random question of the day. Maddie, it is your turn for it the is random my question. Turn so hit me with some good stuff. So happy, what do you got for me? I'm so happy it's my turn. As you guys know, I should you should give me a new nickname. It should be Quiz Matt or Matt Quiz. Something like that because I like giving Jeremy here some quizzes. And it's not a quizzes about testing your knowledge. It's just a quizzes to find out who, who you are. You really are. All right. Um, and I'm we got probably some... a mix of Cody Bellinger and Mookie Betts. Okay, hey, man. That. That's fine. I wish we all were. Oh, and Corey Seager. And Corey Seager, too. Pay that, man. And uh, um, Walker Buehler when I'm on the mound. <laughs> okay. All right. Enough, enough, enough. You know to get the, big, the head bigger, okay? All right. Here we go. <laughs> so... As we all know, Saturday is. Mm, Come on. Mm, I'm gonna go. 
was Halloween. Yes, dude, you're. Oh my god, you're so smart. Let me write down. On, on, I'm gonna put it on the fridge. I need a little sticker on the fridge now. A little A plus symbol. Well, this is the exciting thing. We got Halloween coming up. It's a lot of people's favorite holiday. Uh, is it your favorite holiday? I will. I want to ask before. Um, no, actually, my favorite holiday. It's is uh, obviously it's a national holiday. It's on um, September fifteenth. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and skip that one and, for you. Uh, that's my birthday later. Get out of here. Don't even listen that's to it. That's a national holiday. You're so full. Okay. Well, uh, all right. So in honor of this, <laughs> in honor of this Halloween uh, Halloween coming up, I want to give you a Halloween quiz. Yeah, let's do it. Now, first, I was going to do movie quotes. I was going to try to do my best impressions of some kind of movies from Halloween. But there are some that I don't know if I can nail. So what we're going to do is a quiz instead. And we'll find out at the end what you are. And I'll tell you what that means. All right, Probably Freddy Krueger because I'm diabolical. Here's a question. How do you celebrate Halloween? Do you go around terrorizing people? Mm-hmm. I don't celebrate. Ugh. Trick or treating. Ooh. Stay home all day. I literally just read. Sleep, because sleep is the best thing to do. Going to the woods or mountains, or would you like to be boring and say other? I don't do either of those. Well, going to the mountains sounds like the most ideal option, right? Who wouldn't yeah. do that on the spookiest day? But um, just give me some trick or treating. I like going around. Okay. I get like some that. Candy. I like that. Checking on making sure nobody freaking tries to poison me. Okay, well, yeah. Don't eat those coin chocolates. Those are not good for you. All right, here we go. Which of these intrigue you the most? A pile of bones. Ooh. I don't know if they smell or not. That's up to you. My doctor dog. <laughs> don't make me laugh. Flesh. <laughs> An Aww. old book with satanic symbols. Now, that sounds pretty diabolical. A tooth dripping in blood. Ooh. An abandoned house. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Or a human skull. What was the question? Uh, what intrigues you the most? So Ooh. when you look at you, go, hmm. Flesh, pile of bones, old book with satanic rituals. I mean symbols, a tooth dripping in blood, a banded house, or a skull. I'm be- torn between the, the book with symbols mm-hmm. and the house. The thing with the book and symbols scares me because I'm freaked out of Insidious. And I feel like that's in that path. Dude, that's a good one. I hate Insidious, I too. I hate that movie. It it's scary. I'm not saying it's a Give me the haunted house. Give me the haunted house. Okay, okay, okay. It's technically an abandoned house. It doesn't say anything about haunted, but you're oh, cool. Oh, give me that abandoned house. I'm pretty sure it is haunted. All right. If you were, if you read a book okay. or watch a film, yeah. which of these would would you most likely like it to be about? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I kind of messed that one up. You so you're watching a movie or a book. What do you want it to be about? Cooking. This is sorry. This is together. Cooking, creating, and inventing. That's one. Revenge, murder, and chaos. Discoveries and traveling. Doomsday, apocalypse, and death. Magic, spellcasting, and the supernatural. Ugh. Or mystery, darkness, scary, and horror. Um, here we go. Number two. Revenge, murder, and chaos. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Those shows are pretty good. All right. Where out of these would you like to live the most? A shack on the outskirts of town. I would be traveling, so I'd never stay in the same place for too long. That's a very pompous person. An old, rundown, abandoned house. You did. You lived like the abandoned house. A house secluded in the woods. A cave high in the mountains, or an old Victorian-styled mansion. I'm sorry. One more time. A shack, outskirts of oh, town. No. Traveling, so I'd never be. You know, you you don't. You're never staying in one place too long. Old, run, abandoned house. House secluded in the woods, a cave high in the mountains, or an old Victorian-styled mansion? Victorian-styled mansion. Ooh, okay, okay, going a little fancy. All right. Call me Sir Jeremy now. Now, when are you more likely to awaken? Dusk, evening, afternoon, 
night, morning, or the witching hour? Eesh. I don't know Every, what that means. I think that's 3 a.m. Okay. Um, 3 a.m. I only know because I used to have a roommate. <laughs> it was like, guys, we got to get to bed. It's the witching hour. <laughs> We're up during the witching hour. You better be ready for some crazy crap to happen. Um, give me afternoon. Afternoon. Okay. All, right, All here the we monsters go. are in bed at the afternoon time. Okay. Exactly what we were just talking about. You're out during the witching hour. You stumble across a body. What do you do? Perform rituals on it? I've seen you. I don't obvious think you would do that. That's an obvious situation. Though. Possess it. Ooh. Cut it open and take its bones. Okay. Dr. Dog. Devour <laughs> it. <laughs> Devour it uh-huh. or feed on it. Wow. These are not good options. No. Um, I'm going to possess it just in case it's Ronaldo. Hey, wow. Okay. 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 You have a secret that no one must ever find out. What do you do? You tell everyone. Makes tell sense. a select few who you may or may or may not spread it. Tell only your best friend. Thank you. Don't bother telling anyone because everyone already knows anyway. I mean, everyone's a freaking know-it-all. Or guard it with your life. Guard it with your life. Wow. Respect, sir. All right, and here we go. Which Halloween monster do you hope to get okay. Obviously, the cat's out of the bag. This is gonna tell you what Halloween monster you are. But which um, Halloween monster? Something would you like? tells me I'm gonna end up with like Jason or something. Well, you have options. Here we go. Actually, it's gonna be very generic. So just to give you, ghost, witch, demon, zombie, vampire, skeleton, werewolf, or mummy. Um, Niklaus Michelson, vampire. Ooh, okay. I think I know where you went with that one. Which of these powers abilities would you like to have the most? Unbelievable speed. I don't know why they put it that way. It should be just speed. Immortality. Invisibility. Be able to change your form, like a shapeshifter. Lose a limb without dying. That's very specific. Or flight. Stuck. You know what? Give me the immortality. Oh, you're going very vampire Okay. The results are in. You, sir. I'm not even going to tell you what you are. I'm just going to tell you what it's about you. This Halloween, enjoy scaring the life out of people. Also, enjoy getting to possess them, too. I mean, you got to have some fun, right? That's what they said. What do you think you got? Uh, demon. You got a ghost. Ugh. You, sir, are a ghost. Ooh. You don't like that? I don't want to be a ghost. Come on, they're cool, man. I might end up as Casper. Nobody wants to be Casper. You don't have to be Casper. You could be, like, Jeremy the Cool Ghost. You got a little ring to it. See? It's got a little wing to it. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Well, there you I go. Know, I feel like being a ghost is about as useful as being a poopy flavored lollipop. That's a good one. That's a nice. That's a good quote. I like that. <laughs> good one. <laughs> like that, one. that was a really good one. All right, guys. Well, I uh, hope you guys enjoy your Halloween. Please be safe wherever you're going. If you're gonna have a party, you're gonna stay home. Take care of yourself. Have a great time. Uh, dress up. Take pictures. Let us know what you are. I, I I want to know. I like that. I think everybody wants to know. Okay. Cool. What are you going as this week? I can't say. It's a surprise. Surprise. We do. Let's try this again. Maddie, what are you going as? Our listeners want to know, damn it. What are you going as? I'm going as uh, Average Joe the from Dodgeball. I actually have my shirt with my pants. Are you really going as uh, Peter LaFleur? Peter LaFleur? Yeah. Yes, I am, but not to that party. Uh, (laughs) I am wearing it, though. What a jerk. All right. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. What a jerk. Moving on, though, to the NFL. Maddie, I believe uh, you have pickums this week. You we have do. our pickum choices. I do have the pickums. Um, it seems like a little dull week this week in football. However, there's been a handful of transactions, a lot of releases by the Cowboys, getting rid of 
Um, I don't know how to say his first name, but I think it's Denar Terry Poe, who's oh, okay. a defensive uh-huh. tackle, who is at one point a pro bowler mm-hmm. with the Chiefs, I believe. And it looks like they're kind of getting rid of some veterans that they tried to trade, and it didn't work out for them. Mm-hmm. We have Tua Time. You know what Tua Time is? Yeah, Tua Time in uh, Miami. Yeah, Miami decided to go ahead and bench Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they're going to go ahead and go with Tua, which is seems a little interesting to me this week as they are going up against one of the, I would say, probably best defenses in the league in the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, they've been really good. Uh, you have any predictions on how that's going to go for them? I think the Rams are going to take it. Um, especially putting him against that team right away. I don't see the why they took right Fitzpatrick so early. I mean, um, I kind of felt bad with his answer. You know, kind of felt like he he had control of his team. You know, we're starting to you know turn things around, and he kind of just said, "Sorry, dog. Give us the football. Go sit down." Yeah, I kind of sad. I think this is a very bad matchup for him. Um, you have one side where. You have to worry about getting tackled by Aaron Donald and Michael Brockers, mm-hmm. right? And on the other side, probably you can't throw it to Devontae Parker, your Dude. best wide receiver, on Jalen, because you have Jalen Ramsey on the other side of the field. And I don't know about you, but I rarely see Jalen Ramsey get beat. No, he hasn't. I think he got beat last week, but he tried to do something. He had to take a little like a gamble, gamble, and it happens. But yeah, it would be interesting to see. I mean, hopefully, it's a good game. That's all we ask for. That's all the fans ask for. And obviously, from the Rams side, you want them to win. From the Dolphins fans, you want them to win. But everyone in the middle, let's hope for a great game. Let's see some firepower, man. I, I don't think we're going to see it. But you're talking about the Rams, and uh, we didn't have a chance to speak on it. The Rams defeated the Chicago Bears. They did on Monday Night Football. On Monday Night Football, which led me to get three points, you to get two points. And yep. I believe you beat me this week by a point, correct? A point, yeah, because I think I got that one. Uh, Game in the middle. You got I the call, Giants. Yeah, I called Washington. No, no, that one. The Eagles and the Giants. They won at the Eagles last and Giants. Won Eagles won at the freaking last second to <laughs> screw me over once again. They did. Um, we were talking about transactions. There was actually one big one from the Vikings to the Ravens. Defensive end Yannick Ngogopo. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, don't worry. Defensive end, but I know he's a top player on uh, the Vikings. Uh, one of their best defensive uh, ends. And it should be a big boost to the Ravens, who I believe only traded a second-round pick for it. Yeah, I mean, th- well, there's a couple other ones that we do uh, need to mention as well because you also have uh, Carlos Dunlap, I believe, he's from the Bengals. And he's, yeah. I mean, he's actually moving to Seattle. So that's another person, another... Uh, Seattle what? just seems not to want to get any kind of uh, offensive help. They always go defensive. They do defense, but you know what they do say, defense wins you championships. No, and you're right, right with that, I think. Um, speaking of a guy who's had a, quite a pedigree on the offensive side, Guess who's back? Des Bryant, throw up the X, is headed to the Ravens to be another weapon for Lamar Jackson. Really? Wow. I did not hear about this one. Yeah, they, I believe they had him on the practice squad and decided to fully sign him this week. Probably be suited up this weekend. Great. Probably limited um, snaps, but that's a very interesting choice. I believe Des Bryant's been out of the league for two years now. Yes, he has. He, did he almost made a comeback with the Saints. And he and tore his Achilles, right? Tore the Achilles, unfortunately. Yeah. But he's not the only wide receiver that made a comeback this week. Who else made a or comeback? Or within the past two weeks, give or take. Antonio Brown has signed a one-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers. That's right. Reuniting with Tom Brady. Remember they had that For a little bit. two-week <laughs> kind of bond going and uh, before his issues arose again. Um, I, I don't know if it's huge because I don't know what Antonio Brown is at this point. Yeah, I don't know where no he idea. is mentally. No idea. I don't know if he's going to be able to handle not getting targets. Look at Mike Evans barely gets any targets, and so does Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And those two are their star receivers, and they're not getting the football. Gronk went five weeks without getting the football. I think the past two weeks has two touchdowns, and 
like 200 yards yeah. receiving or whatever it is. And do you see him mixing well there? I mean, uh, for for his sake, I hope so. You always want. You know, I try to root for positivity in any aspect other than the Astros, but I don't know. You know what's going on, like. For me, like you just said, there's a lot of question marks. Antonio Brown at this moment is a huge question mark. So you're adding, you know, the Bucks have been playing better in the recent weeks. I think they've kind of found their form. Tom Brady for sure has found his form. He looks like old Tom Brady, old goat. But, we you know, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. You're going to add a little bit more questions. Hopefully he's uh, flexible and willing to work with them and see what they can do. I mean, if he's able to offer anything, it's just a positive for them, right? But we'll see. Hopefully there's less question marks and just more answers. No, I mean, I think you hit it right there on the nose. Um, we'll just have to see what happened. Uh, one of the last updates I wanted to give on a player being cut, uh, I believe former second-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, Eli Apple has been released, cornerback. He's had some up-and-down years. I believe last year he was with the Saints. Yes, he was with the Saints. Uh, this year he was with the Panthers, and they decided to let him go. One more big piece of news. We may see the return of Christian McCaffrey tomorrow. That's which right. is going to propel me to win the whole freaking fantasy. That is your... Uh, that was my number that, one pick. And yeah, that's your ace in the hole. So, ace in the deck and the cards. I don't know how they say it. But I don't you know, know what you're going with, but I like what you're saying. But hopefully we see a comeback on Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really hoping he comes back. It would be such a big boost, not only for me. For you. Mainly you just say me, it's for you. For me, but the Panthers can use it too as... I believe they're at a 500 record. Um... I just Christian McCaffrey is such an amazing player, and I just want to see him out on the field. Yeah, it's been unfortunate that we haven't been able to see him. You know, well, yes, it's been very unfortunate. I'm pretty sure you're thrilled that he hasn't been out there because he's hurting me. As a fan aspect, of course not. I would like to see him, but playing you in in fantasy, definitely not. I'm glad he was out. Well, okay, so the Panthers are three and four right now, Mm -hmm. and they are two games out of first. Does Christian McCaffrey give them the push they need to? Nah, I don't think so. The Panthers are just Yeah, I, just, I don't think they're there yet. There's something about that team I'm not really comfortable. Um, Teddy's their quarterback, right? Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm not a big Teddy guy either. Exactly. I mean, he's, he's, he's not I think bad. he's a good quarterback, just, but I, I'm just not sold that he is the exactly. franchise guy. Exactly. I'm on board with you 100% on that one. All right. Well, on that news, Matty. Yes. Why don't you take me to the pick break down these games, and let's get to this. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. So first pick em that I am choosing this week is going to be the 3-3 three and three Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you Five love them two. Browns. I love them Browns. We do need to mention, of course, they got hit with a nasty injury. ACL, I ACL tear for Mr. Odell Beckham Jr., unfortunate for him. Of course, we mentioned Baker Mayfield last week kind of catching fire. The Raiders, you know, kind of got off to a decent start. Kind of come back to earth a little bit. They're at 3-3, three and three, even at 500. What is your take, Raiders at Browns? This is going to be a tough one. I, You know, this is one of those. Is it going to be the Browns are kind of like, do this for OBJ? Mm-hmm. And they freaking go on a tear? Or is it going to be, we lost OBJ and we're going down? Now, as good as he is, unfortunately, he doesn't get the ball that often. I don't know if that's going to lead to more coverage on Jarvis Landry and Joku. I believe Austin Hooper's actually out this week. And those other guys, they, other weapons they have, right? Maybe now you can key in on the run with Nick Chubb and um, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has gotten me a lot of points on fantasy. Sorry, I had to say that. But who are you going? I think Kareem Hunt is going to kick the competition away and the Raiders go up. I'm sorry, the Browns are going to take this one. Give me a confidence level of one, though. 
of one only. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not too positive on this one. All right. Um, damn. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to stick with you. Not for reasons that you explain, only because I think I'm right and you're wrong. But then again, it wouldn't make sense because that means we're the same. Browns, one. Make sure I put that on there. Okay. Teams number two. We got the four and two Saints at the five and two Bears. Chicago, of course, coming off a loss in Monday Night Football to the Los Angeles Rams, as we just said. Nick Foles is recently taking over for a, uh, a quarterback duties from Mitchell Trubisky. The Saints. Hey, did you see uh, Nick Foles kind of call out Matt yeah, Nagy? he did. And saying, um, kind of the broadcasters kind of messed up there. Yeah. Maybe divulge something they weren't supposed to say, but kind of calling out that he understands some of the plays Matt Nagy's calling is not going to work ahead of time already. So we, yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's kind of weird. I would not say something like that, but... That's a... We'll see if it's causing any problem. a little stab problem. in the back, though, that it gets out to the media like that. Yeah, it's not a, it wasn't a good look. Not at all. But because of that, I'm rolling with the Saints. Sheesh. Okay. I ha- Oh, are you going with the Saints too, buddy? Uh, yeah, but go ahead. Just go ahead. Don't worry, I'm not going to say oh, anything. Oh, man. You know, I'm looking at your, your thing, and I think we're going to be rocking the same thing. Are regardless. we? <sighs> but for points' sake, because I think I can get some points on you now. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be... I want to be bold, but I don't want to be bold. Give me Bears with a solid two. Bears with a solid two. Our week is going to come down to this middle game. They are. Wow. So Bears with a solid two. Obviously, from your reaction, I'm actually taking New Orleans with my two. I did not like what I saw from the Bears. I know they're playing at home, but something about them, they did not look good. No, they didn't look good at all. And There's something about them. They don't and I didn't like the Matt Nagy situation, but... I need to catch up on points, I believe, so I'm going to go ahead and take you down. Yeah. The Bears are going to have a mighty roar this weekend. Okay, that, that's a roar. great one. The only, <laughs> they, they mentioned on the broadcast how you, uh, Sean uh, McVay's uh, his like plan was to attack him running the football. And, you know, Saints, they've, they've you got Kamara. They got a nice little running back right there, so that's why I was kind of thinking about that. And I still believe in Drew Brees. So I like that, man. Okay, and lastly, we have... Division rivals going at it in the AFC. Chargers, 2-4 and four at the Broncos, who are also 2-4. and four. Broncos, no quarterback. Justin Herbert inserted as a quarterback. Both may be up in the air, but we do believe Justin Herbert has something to prove, and he's the real deal. Yeah. Broncos, of course, had Drew Locke, but he was injured, so a little bit of a... Hmm. What's, your, what's your take on that? My take is... You know what? I need to see the weather report now that I'm thinking about it because I don't know how Justin Herbert's going to do in the cold. Okay. okay. Denver is very point. cold. It's a great High point. elevation. If I'm not mistaken. No, is it Denver that has the elevation? Yeah. No, Denver no, has Denver, elevation. You're right, you're right, you're right. It could be a tough matchup. I was originally leaning San Diego. A little part of me wants to go Broncos. But, however, I believe in the boy, the Herbs. Give me the San Diego. Oh, I'm sorry. Los Angeles Chargers mm-hmm. with a solid three. I noticed that I put SZ2. I got to change that. Now you tricked uh, me there. Uh, Los Angeles with a solid two. No, that's my three. That's your three. So we're basically the same numbers. We're just different. The only thing we're doing differently is that you got the Bears and I got New Orleans in that middle game. That's going to be the decider for us. Interesting to see, man. I'm, in, I'm interesting to, uh, to to dive into that on Sunday. This Our, Sunday. Hold on. Did you happen to see the comparisons between Joe Burrow um, Herbert, and who's the other big quarterback this year? I don't know, but what about him? Um, oh man, what was it? They they compared him basically to uh, 
One was gonna be Eli Manning. One is Ben Roethlisberger. And the other is uh, Philip Rivers. Yes, probably. You, you yeah. saw that? No, I didn't. But I, he's the only other one that would make I'm sense. I'm trying to think of who the last quarterback was. Who's a who's the quarterback taken out in the draft this year? I don't remember. Oh man. Oh, I really wanted to get your opinion on it uh, because I thought it was kind of interesting. Because I'm trying to figure out is being Eli Manning bad when you look at the. Philip Rivers to being Ben Roethlisberger. Well, I mean, I think Eli. anyone would take two two rings, right? But are you a lesser talent? Uh, but I mean, he was a he wasn't like just a dude on the team. He was a main piece, so he was relevant at that time, right? Well, I guess so. So if you had to rank it, where would you go? Uh, you know, what? it was it, Tua. That's what it was. Okay, well, Tua hasn't even seen the, the light so, of day. So I, I know. No so idea. they had Tua being Rivers. Okay. I think they had Herbert being Eli. And they had and Joe Burrow being Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, because he's really Ben Roethlisberger. Well, Ben is the the best of the three of those the old guys you just said. I think mm-hmm. he's been pretty good, and he has a ring. Philip so Rivers has been good, just no ring. Eli has probably been decent with two rings. I rather be Ben, obviously. You rather be Ben, be I would. talented, and then talented. I think you're in a better organization too. Pittsburgh has been pretty good, but pretty solid. It, it, yeah, I think you're no, absolutely it's like right. A, right? It's, a, it's a it's a nice organization that has a track record of what they want to do. They have history. It's not something that you're kind of you know in the midst of not knowing what to do. Like example for Joe Burrow's, no offense to the Bengals, but the Bengals, you know, they've been struggling for a while now. Seems that they can't get out of the rut. Miami, same thing. Miami's been. I know they made the playoffs a couple years ago, or maybe yeah. And just I don't know something about them just doesn't really there's go. A lot of, there's a lot of uh, stop and go. Yeah, stop gap. No, something you know what I'm trying to say. Like it kind of hinders your career a little bit sometimes when you get there. I don't feel like you're able to really push through. I can see that. So I know none of them are in the ceiling, but that's my example. That's what I was. I was okay, talking. I like that. I like right. that. I just wanted to see your. Opinion no, no, you're good. I wanted good. to make sure I hit that because it, it was bothering me all the all. And week. then uh, last thing I wanted to do because I think we did this maybe three episodes ago, uh, episodes ago. I do want to give up a little bit, uh, a little update on our standings for our fantasy football league. Again, thank you everyone who joined. Let's go ahead and start in the West. In the West, in first place, at a nice record of six and one, is going to be Team Dem Boys, followed by EMT Poppy at four and three. Bodie. Followed by E.T. Phone Mahome. Booty. Which, um, you know. Hey, booty again, got to say I love that name. Uh, tied oh, no, in third E.T. Phone Mahome well. is okay. Tied in third as well is too, too Late to Say Amari. That's three and four as oh, well. Oh, yeah, they definitely And then booty. Team Tanaka rounding it out at one and six. Again, not me. Super booty. Uh, and then in the East, Pain Gain Pain at a five and two. They are first tied with Russell Wilson Sprouts. Russell Wilson is like Rakishi booty. <laughs> five and two. Uh, in third place in that... East Conf- Eastern Conference is going to be Go Purple Rain, followed by Dunder Mifflin, followed by Run <laughs> Run CMC featuring the Cup at one and six. Hey, you watch out for that team. That team looks dangerous as hell. They're getting a uh, they're getting reinforcements in Christian McCaffrey, so hopefully that and turns that team good. I believe just got Leonard Fournette. Who and again, a nice thank week. you guys so much for uh, joining us in that uh, fantasy football league. We're you know still pretty early, but here we go. Before we get into our next uh, little section, which is going to be uh, soccer, we do want to remind you guys of a collaboration with Habits 365. Habits 365, a New York apparel company. They're great in everything that they do. They have things for men, women, children. Anything you need, you find them. Don't forget, use our promo code, Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. That's going to give you 50% off. Make sure you use it. Make sure you check it out. We have a new post up with our model, Mr. Model, Jeremy Elchel. 
Don't Ooh. miss out. Like that. Share it. That look like a little Brad nice. Pitt right there. Get you some nice little teas. As Jeremy said, fit beautifully. Let's let's rock and roll. Rock your habits. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the f- soccer. Yeah, just a little soccer, bit of soccer, soccer, soccer before football. we get to our main thing. Yeah, we had the UEFA Champions League back this That's week. Right. And we had a really big matchup that you and I really wanted to see. Barcelona versus Juventus. And unfortunately, there was no Ronaldo this week. Ronaldo less today. There were Ronaldo less. And I think they felt it. If I'm not mistaken, was it 3 0? 2 0. 2 0. Oh, 2 today. Barcelona defeats Juve. Um, looking over to that little blue team out there. <laughs> That's and, Chelsea. That's Chelsea. London. Chelsea wins today 4 0. Maddie, try pronouncing that. Uh, Krasnodar from Russia in the Russian league. There you go. But no you always got to hit that. I got nice, you. That's why I put it. I was going to leave it out, but I left Man Ooh. United for you. Yeah. The creme of the creme in the Premier <laughs> League. Manchester United. Puts a beating today on RB... Leipzig. Say it again. Leipzig. RB? Leipzig. There you go. Uh, Marcus Rashford today was phenomenal. Coming in, I believe it was the 63rd minute. Putting in a hat-trick. Yeah, Afterwards, hat-trick, saving man. Saving the kids with all the food. Hey, man, that guy's a class act, man. Class act and a stud out there Exactly. With uh, for those of you who don't know, he's been out there kind of making sure people during this hard time right now are getting food. He's big on... Helping the community, yeah. does a lot of homeless. Um, I want to say actions. Yeah, well, I mean, he helps uh, helps his community in general, which is a huge community, especially out there in Manchester, maybe even where he's from, which is great. No, it's phenomenal, and and he's know, out hats there. Off to him. Not only is he performing in the soccer field, but he's performing in life. So exactly, congrats to you, exactly, uh, Marcus Rashford. Five zip. And uh, there's just a couple of scores for you today. Trust me, guys. Like we said, UEFA Champions League, a ton of scores. So we're Real lost too- this week, right? I'm sorry, Real lost. Uh, they didn't play yet. They played next week. Oh, I thought they played yesterday. No, I don't think so. Okay. But anyways, a lot of scores. So, again, we start moving on. Still in the group stage pretty early. So, now we got the main event for oh. today. Oh, I'm sorry. Betty, before we get there. Yeah, before you get there, I just have a couple questions for you. Yeah, One, well, go ahead, buddy. Do you like boxy tees? Boxy tees, not my fave. As Why? in a t-shirt that feels a little boxy? Well, neither do I. That's why we joined up with Fresh Clean Tees, the shirt club. Where, let me see. You know what they say, Maddie? What do they say? These shirts are designed with attention to detail, and they create a signature shirt, basically, that fits 60% cotton, 40% poly, super soft, and super comfortable. Not only that, you're always stylish, no matter where you are. Dang, where can I get one of those? Maddie, you can get one of those at Fresh Clean Tees. Dot com. Use promo code Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy and save fifteen percent off on your purchase. Whether it's a set, because they do those little kits, three piece kits, five piece kits. They got the long shirt, the short shirt, those long V necks that Gabe likes that goes down below his nipple. Hey, they man. got it all for him. <laughs> those are the ones, man. When you got V necks that go below your nipples, hey, sign me up. I know, I know, you love those. But remember, guys, take a look at Fresh Clean Tees. See if you can find your new T shirt today. Heck yeah. So, guys, we have those two things going on, those collaborations. We have, like we said, NFL pickums. We got fantasy football. We got UEFA soccer. We got NBA free agency news. But before we get to all that, before we've already mentioned some of that, we oh. want to go back to that. NBA really quick. Daryl Morey, five-year contract to match up with Doc, 76ers, yay or nay? Going down 3-1 every year, baby. Moving oh on. <laughs> we'll get more on that next week because we got something more important. No, we have something super important. 
Maddie, I started off the show saying this, and I kind of pinch myself every time I say this. Yes. You and I have gone through so much regarding these guys, yes. regarding this team, and uh, heartbreak after heartbreak for the past freaking decade. Yeah. At we, least. We've, we've, we've dealt with with ownership, having to, to get out and give us a new owner to do things that we're able to do to, to be better and compete. We dealt with cheaters. We dealt with more cheaters. We dealt with haters. Oh. We've dealt with heartbreak. We've dealt with, let's be honest, maybe some choking of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But yesterday we conquered what we haven't in 32 years. That is correct, Maddie. The Los Angeles Dodgers won the World Series last Woo! night. Uh, Maddie, um, before we get into your emotions yeah. and how nice it feels, <gasps> let's just do a quick <laughs> Sorry. breakdown of game six. We got to do it. Tony Gonsolin comes in. The talk with he had with Dave Roberts was, hey, you're the starter. You got You had boy. game six regardless of what happened before. You go right? out there, Catman, and give me six freaking damn good innings. Exactly. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. No, First didn't. inning, gets a strikeout, which I thought a nice change up. Yeah, beautiful And change. I was like, okay, this, change, guy, whatever it is. this guy is freaking on tonight. He's going to have a great night. Yep. Unfortunately, next batter, slider, doesn't slide as much out on the other Outside of the plate, yeah. I would say about an inch or two off the plate. To be fair, not the worst pitch ever. No, it wasn't the worst A little too pitch. high, but not the worst pitch ever. And you just got, I don't know, Mike Trout 2.0 going. Yeah, Randy Taco on you. Goes Oppo Taco, gets somebody some free beer for a freaking year. That's right. He, he hit the Budweiser, Budweiser sign. And um, at that point, I was a little worried. Yeah, sure. Because right after, he gave up another hit, right? Exactly. He gives up the base hit. I believe it's up the middle. No, uh, Austin Meadows double. Ooh, that's what it was in yeah. the gap. In the gap. Yeah, Austin Meadows double in the gap. He walks a batter. Things look a little bleak. Alex Wood is warming up already. Remember, they're down 1-0, but Catman has nine lives, and he battled back to get out of that inning. Credit to him. Credit to him to battle back, get those outs, you know, work it, you know, finally just get some a little bit of work done, you know? Exactly. To finally do it, which was we got out of the first inning. We move on to the bottom of the first, you know, and we had Snellzilla. Is that what his name is? Snellzilla. Snellzilla. You know what he said? You get a K. You, you get, get a K, K. And you, you get, get a K. K. Strikes broken, out. Broken bat K. Yeah, strikes Looking out the K. side. <laughs> Dude, he was amazing. No, he was, as uh, Cody Bellinger said, he was gross. He was gross. He was gross. Gross. And um, Jock, Jock Peterson, and Blake Snell was rolling. Cruised through the first couple of innings. Second inning, though, Dodgers are in more trouble. Yep. Blake, uh, Blake Snell. I want to say Blake Snell got in trouble, but he didn't. Tony Gonsolin, Catman, got in trouble. Another two runners on. Doesn't get out the inning. No, he doesn't. You got to bring in Mr. Dylan. Dylan Floro comes in to face Randy, Randy Arozarena again with two men on, and Dylan Floro says, "I got three pitches for you. Called fastball, fastball, well, fast." To be fair, I know it looks like a fastball. It's actually a changeup. Three okay. changeups, dude. My bad. Changeup. Okay. Changeup. Okay. The only reason I wanted to say that because if you watch the the, the grip, the grip. Oh, beautiful. Oh, they reshow it, and he really slide. I don't know. Turns on. Turns the that the hand like a nice. Down. Dude, but those probably the best any pitcher has looked against a Rosarena. Yeah, no, he, he strike one, him. swing, strike three. That's it. No, three yeah, pitches, man. Um, I know the stats were saying Randy couldn't handle the changeup. That's the one. That was the one pitch he was, was having trouble with. And I think that's why they felt okay with uh, Tony Gonsolin against him because yeah. Tony Gonsolin is a changeup pitcher. Just didn't have it again. Mm-hmm. Um, those. That 14-day layoff really killed him, in my opinion. You had a great point there. We did talk about that. You know, you saying, like, hand not that comfortable with him. He hasn't pitched in a while. And you're right. It was evident. Unfortunately, you know, he did have a couple of outings to kind of show something. I feel like that, what you said, your reasoning, 
worked maybe for the first two times we saw him. The last two times, I think it's just... Well, I, I would say even the last two times, he didn't know his, his role. That's, maybe. I just feel like at, maybe the last one, the last two starts... Okay, I'll give you the last two. one for sure, though. Yeah, the last one. The last I give you the first two 100%. Not pitching for a while, not ready. Mm. This one is a little bit more... It's a big moment. No, I feel like he just wasn't ready. Maybe you know that's possible. Um, remember, he's got about a hundred innings logged mm-hmm. in the major leagues. It's not a lot, guys. It's not a lot at all. No. Um, but credit to him because he kept the Dodgers in the game. That game could have got ugly real quick. Really? Yeah. That first inning. That first I inning could have been a three spot, four spot. You're and the, if that happens, more than likely the Dodgers don't win in game yeah, six. Yeah. Spot, spot on. Spot on. The first inning for him to get out was huge. Second inning he wasn't able to, but luckily you got teammates. This is why. We're teammates. We pick each other up. Mm-hmm. We do it. Dylan Floro, excellent job because uh, his last two outings for Dylan Floro was excellent. Game two, I know they lost, but he was great in that one. He yeah, he was. And a half. This one, a lot better too. So kudos to Dylan Floro. We do need to give him his credit. I think another M- uh, MVP focus for the game we had to give to the bullpen because they were no, phenomenal. The bullpen was tremendous. I believe they only gave up like three hits. Yeah, they were great. No, Not, not that many base runners and – Another freaking kudos to Alex Wood. Alex Showing Wood. Showing up, 2017 Alex Wood coming out of the bullpen and saying, take this, shove it. Two and innings of nasty ball. It was ball. perfect. I was almost perfect upset swing. that I was, I, I think we're on the same part. Yeah. Um, Alex Wood getting pulled to me was like, yo, what the hell are we doing right now? Yeah, he got two innings of great ball. No one hit him anything. Maybe they might have hit him, but like a ground, nothing hard. He, was, mm-hmm. he struck out three guys, I think. And then that next inning when you come out, let's see. First, second, Dylan Foro, he pitches two. So that's fourth inning. When the fifth inning comes, the top of the fifth, it's Pedro, it's Pedro Baez, who the last time we saw him was not the best. Exactly. So I was pretty surprised on that part, too. And I really expected to see Alex Wood. But, you know, in the moment, it's like, why the hell is yeah. he out there? But you kind of take a step back and you understand, hey, Wood's pitched three times this whole postseason. That's true, right? too. You're right. He it's has a- no work. You know, people can say, yeah, he's getting a side work. Side work is yeah. throwing the bullpen sessions. Mm-hmm. That's not the same as being in a game, or if he's even doing simulated not. games, being in a game atmosphere and going out there and performing against in the, the moment, best. Yes. It, that moment can really cave on people, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely. It's right. happen to billions of people. And so I just want to say Alice Wood, Alice Wood, Alice great. Wood, you get another year of a contract with us. <laughs> you earned it, buddy. Uh, so, of course, we go fifth inning, Pedro Baez, who surprised all of us. He was great. He was good. Solid. Great. And then the sixth inning. Gonna help me out here. You've got to remember. Six inning is where all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks it was loose. Little, it was that when everyone got a little bit tight. Yes. Yeah, so I think um, you know Dodgers do their thing in the, the six, top of the six. One, two, three. I believe it was. Bottom of the six. Very interesting thing happened, Maddie. Yes. Um, Blake Snell comes in, gets one out. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, Austin Barnes hits a line drive single. It was a good hit, but it wasn't anything that says. Man, this guy's starting to lose it. No, remember, it was, it was he's had two hits, two was, singles up the it middle. It was almost a uh, close to being a jam shot, little past that. He got a little bit more of the barrel, but up the middle, that ball was not hit hard at all. Exit velocity probably like seventy-five miles an hour. Maybe not that hard. It, well, it didn't look that hard, and it, it looked kind of harmful. And um, Blake's now at seventy-three pitches, nine strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Was going to be facing Mookie Betts, who on the night struck out twice. Yes, he didn't. And it wasn't a competitive no, two strikeouts. It not was at all. like. Blake Snell said, here's this pitch. Hit it if you can. No? Nice swing. Bleep. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, that's a good one. Nice to put, put that in there. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Good. So he said that, right? And Mookie's coming up, and I'm kind of, oh, man, this guy's had his number. Yes. And all of a sudden, you hear that little time, right? 
and Kevin Cash walks out the bullpen, he, out the dugout. He does. In that moment, take me to what you're thinking about and how you're feeling. So what happened was, I can kind of tell you, I stood up because, you know, you can kind of tell him there's a little break. I was like, maybe he's just going to go talk to him. And I hear my brother go, he's taking him out. And I was like, no. Like, get out of here. You're lying. He's taking him out. And both of us, we all were like, wow. Sigh of relief. Because Blake Snell was not going to give up with that run that day. No. I can guarantee you that. I, I think you're on. Boom. I hit my nose right now. You're on the nose right there. I think Blake Snell was dominant. He knew he was dominant. His confidence was through the freaking roof. The fastball was nasty. The curveball was nasty. The slider yep. was nasty. It was. You know. They say to dominate. To win a game, you need one pitch. To dominate. No. To control the game, you need two pitches. Mm-hmm. And to absolutely dominate, you need the third pitch to land, right? He had all three oh, going. He and even he had was, a fourth one. He, he, he made up a fourth one that day. And he was just dominating and rolling and mowing down the Dodgers hitters. No walks, two hits. And what happened here is I think the Rays front office overthought it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know his numbers are a little... Eerie yeah, after the fourth uh, inning because first, he starts seeing the same hitters yeah, multiple even times, in right? Yeah, the fourth round, basically, you know, like we said, they don't uh, – analytics say you don't want someone seeing someone a third time. First time around, I think peop, uh, guys are hitting maybe 143 off of Blake Snell. Second time around, they hit 295. Third time around, they hit 310. So from the second to third time, not much of a difference, but he went through the first two. Those numbers, it was zero pretty much because he had like two hits. Two hits one and to Taylor, 18 one to, batters, right? And then the third time around, yeah, sure, maybe the numbers say 310, but your eyes are telling you he's not giving up anything today, man. Exactly. He looked like Cy Young, Blake Snell, and man, I think Mookie kind of said it perfectly. He felt like he had a chance now. Yes. To yes. go against, it was Fairbanks, correct? No, Nick Anderson. No, Nick Anderson. It was Nick, Nick Anderson, Anderson, who, as Adam dominant Lick, as he tell is, you. Should, He's been really good this year, but as we see from recent history, the postseason tells exactly, you. Exactly, that's what I was going to go yeah. with. Dodgers were getting runs off of them. Not only that, I think Mookie's average against righties is like 360s. Yeah. And his o- average against lefties. Oh, three writers, that? Yeah, is awful. It's yeah. just awful this year. And my numbers tell me this guy can't hit a lefty. And my heart and my freaking eyes are telling me nobody's hitting this freaking guy, right? Yeah, yeah. If you put those together, yeah, I see an out for Mookie Betts, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's just say you get Mookie Betts, right? Mookie Betts out the way, two outs, one man on. Corey Seager up. Yeah. Matty, do you know what he did his first two times at the plate? Struck out. Struck out twice again. Yeah. And, Matty, were those competitive strikeouts? No, they were not. No, they were not. He had them controlled from uh, the, moment he, the moment he looked at. Uh, they made icon and they said, Let's do this. Exactly. I think you're right. And I see a lefty. I have a lefty. Stats tell me, if I put these two together, that's an out. Yeah. You're right. So where in the hell did Tampa Bay's front office get righty versus righty, righty versus lefty is the thing I want to do. That sounds like old school baseball, like just by your your, your splits, right? Oh, it's a right-handed hitter. He can't hit righty as good. Dude, the, the numbers say right there, he's not good versus lefties. Who cares if it's the third time around? He can't hit lefties. And um, this scenario kind of reminds I'm not, me. I'm not complaining, but yeah. No, I, as a Dodger fan, I'm not complaining either, but I look at it from a baseball standpoint. Yeah, it's awful. A-Rod said it really good too. The Ivy League guys get an F in yeah. postseason baseball. 
Because it's not about the numbers at this point. It's about what you see and what's actually happening in front of you. That computer behind me cannot tell me that Tony Gonsolin in this situation is going to crumble under the pressure, right? Yeah. There is no... That's just a, there's no just, pressure that's combination, no no pressure formula that's going to tell you whether or not you can handle the moment, right? Yep. There's no formula that can tell me what you're feeling inside. And mm-hmm. You're right, dude. I Sounds like I'm mad, but I'm not, but I am. I'm mad for a baseball standpoint, but I'm happy for the Dodgers. It was a wrong decision, and I think almost every Dodger fan hopefully can understand that. He was like, that was a bad decision and probably cost them the game. Right? This we don't know. We don't know. Who knows? He, he pitches a sixth to seventh inning. He leaves seventh inning. Dodgers keep at one run the way the bullpen's pitching. Cause that's, yeah, that's, no, they're phenomenal. They're right there. They only give up one run. We're right there. So maybe if he goes out the eighth inning, maybe you see a walk-off or something like that. You don't know. But the fact that he took him out and then the, the, that's the guy who gave up the runs and gave up the lead. Well, remember, pass ball after the after the double by Mookie bets. There was actually no damn hit. It was a pass ball and a ground out and Mookie just did what Mookie does. He's fast on the base pass, very smart. Mm-hmm. Takes the lead, scores. Bye-bye game. That, yeah, of course after, you know, as you know, as we'll go on, Mookie then hits a uh, a lead-off shot off Fairbanks in the eighth, which kind of I think that's kind of iced it, sealed the deal. But who knows, you know, you don't know. The problem is of course he gives up those runs. I tested it didn't work. You're trying to use analytics. It was a bad look for analytics. Now everyone's like, you got to manage with your heart all the time, which I don't say it's necessarily agree. Sometimes you mm-hmm. need to use the numbers. Yeah, no, need, I agree. You need, but you got to be a little bit more aware. It's like, dude, this guy is dominating. Exactly. This is domination, and this is the playoffs. You lose if you go home. Mm-hmm. There is no tomorrow. This is not game one. Okay, maybe I learned my lesson. No, this is game six. You're down too, right? So... I don't know. If I was a fan, I'd be upset. Um, I like Kevin Cash. I think he's he's. I think like he's a, phenomenal. He's and a great guy. Looks like a good manager. I think, really like playing for him, but he just made a bad mistake. I don't even. I don't. Uh, I don't blame. I even should say it's a mistake. There's no bad mistakes. Mistakes are bad. Yeah, mistakes are bad. bad. Well, mistake. sometimes there's a good mistake and sometimes there's a bad mistake. I got what you're I think I'm a good yeah. mistake. <laughs> it's a good mistake for us. Um, but I'm looking at it and I don't blame Kevin Cash. I blame. The guys wearing the suits up in the office. You think it was a suit thing? Because he was very adamant saying, "There's no plan. This is all feel." That was not a feel. You think it's just a, a like I'm I'm taking the fall for it, like you know. I think that's I, what he has to do, right? I, I respect that, right? You you should coach. Cause it's like yeah, it's on Let's me. just say you're like yeah. The front office told me to take him out in this time. If you do that, you're out of the job. Let's be honest. Right? You're, you're, right. you're out of the job. There's right. no way I'm bringing you back when you're gonna call me out. I I heard it again last night, and I think it's a good point. That manager makes a million dollars. Those guys in the front office make $10 million. Who mm-hmm. do you think has the final say? Yeah, I know. You're, I'm not agreeing. No, I'm disagreeing with you. You're right. Right? And I think it's just a bad look. And I look at it, and I kind of see a mirror image of the 2016, 17, and 18 Dodgers. Really? You're not going more with the script and your gut. Exactly. Yeah. When you didn't have... Cody Bellinger, Max Muncy, and these guys facing certain pitchers because analytics say lefty on lefty is not a good thing. Yeah. However, you keep your stars in there, right? Yeah. And I think this postseason, we kind of saw more of a set lineup. And you that saw is true. That is true. It was a set lineup. It wasn't was. Corey Seager's batting fifth today and Chris Taylor's hitting first because the numbers say he is. No, Chris Taylor, you're hitting eighth today, man. Yeah. That's your spot. That is, you're right. I. That's a good point. It was That first six spots were never set. moved. They did not move. The last three is okay to move because you're doing 
lefty righty for one guy, right? Sure, it's not one guy's hit better. You know, AJ, it's a lefty. AJ plays. AJ it's Pollock, a righty. You know what I like, Peterson though, plays. is that they saw AJ Pollock kind of lost the mojo uh-huh. and they said, hey, AJ, sorry, but you're going to sit right here next to me, right? Jock, you're running out against righties. Kike, you're going out against lefties. Maybe I could work Pollock in the lefties, yep. right? And I like that that happened. And I like that Dave Roberts and Friedman kind of, I think they came to an agreement and said, hey, if this is a game plan, you can use it. If you need to go off script, go off script. It's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no issue here anymore. You can tell that they wanted to keep AJ like the first round of the playoffs. They tried to play against righties, and you slowly started fading out. Because, you mm-hmm. know, I know he had a great year, which, you know, is analytics also gut feeling like this guy's been our guy, like one of our main guys. Yeah. Just was didn't have it this postseason, which is okay. He had a couple of nice moments, a hit. He got a, helped out a little bit, but it just wasn't his time. He wasn't ready for it, whatever it may be. Jock was able to step in, perform admirably. You got Kike, who always comes up with big hits. You know, mm-hmm. I know he strikes out a lot too, but Chris Taylor, who strikes out a lot, but he came up with some big hits. Everything, it was parts of the puzzle came together. It worked out. Um, not only that, you look at the bullpen. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Credit, like, to, the, credit to the bullpen today, man. Like, well, not even that. But I was talking about from Dave Roberts' standpoint. Yeah, well, his, his, his decisions. His decisions look more like field decision. Julio going out there twice to pitch multiple innings, like to finish games. Yeah. We're not seeing that before, right? No, no. Do you think we're seeing that before? No, I, I don't think so. I would never thought. It reminded me of like you know when the last couple of years that some team has won. They put out a pitcher who looks good. He's hot and it's working. 2018, Nate Evaldi and Joe Kelly, right? Nate Evaldi, Joe Kelly. 2017, 2017 Brad Peacock uh, and Charlie, Charlie Morton. Morton. Like you see it happening. 2019, we saw even the Nationals constantly throw. Doolittle's moving all over the place, yeah. right? He's not a set closer. Daniel Hudson's showing up in big moments. Yeah, it's Patrick what, Corbin came out the bullpen. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You, like, what, what, the things that you need, everyone was able to do. I feel like the Dodgers were always open to do it. It's just that they, they didn't feel free to like just let that happen. Dave couldn't let that happen. Whoever it was, Friedman, just like, no, 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 no. Try to stick to your thing. Do it this way, right? And, it, and it, I think it cost them two World Series. I think it cost them one for sure. Okay, yeah, one for sure. One is a question mark because the world will never know. The and world will never no know. there's no winner in 2017. No winner in 2017. 2018, different story. I think they were the better team. Now, could we have made it a better series? I think so. A lot of people point out that game against with the Rich Hill one where he's rolling. Mm-hmm. And we take him out. Right? Oh, okay. Right? Um, I don't know if I've said it on here, but I actually have a story behind that. Yeah. Um, remind me after the game. Or after the game. After this. Yeah. After we talk about this Got game, it, okay, no and worries. I'll bring up that 2018 cool. moment because I just want to let's just wrap up this game, then I'll get cool, back to cool. that. Cool, cool. So again, uh, going on that um, on that bullpen, like Bias came in, and of course they need to give up a hit, which is it happens. It's all right, but Victor Gonzalez doing Victor Gonzalez things gets the out, gets three strikes out the side, and the next time mm-hmm. he got a big out. I think he got the Randy or Rosarena. I think he did get Randy. Changeups, sliders. Yeah, sliders away. Uh, then Bruiser comes in, and I like this too. He looked good, but then he gives up the hit, and you go. We can't afford any hiccups here. Pull him right up. away and but Julio, Julio, who that guy, man, he's the man. Julio, Julio Rios is. He's got stones. Let's put it that way. No, he's definitely got him. And go ahead. I know. You know, he comes in to uh, two and one third and just really ice the game for us. Like they could not hit Julio four strikeouts. He was throwing gas out of the bullpen. Only three days rest, two days rest is that. And he, he proved, you know, what it is to be a champion. He went out there, did his job. You know, no Kenley, no Kershaw, like we talked about, maybe no Trinan even. Trinan was getting ready, but why need that? We got a guy who's hot. He was able to go out there, get the job done. Like we said, Mookie gave us a little bit of boost in that eighth inning, hitting a, a shot off Fairbanks. 
And the rest is history. The rest is history. A 97-mile-per-hour fastball, pretty much down oh. the middle, to the guy that we talked about. We Willie love. Adamus. We think he's so nice. He's great. He looks like he's having a great time out there. But please keep struggling, buddy, just for us because, you know, we want to win so bad. And I kind of felt bad it was him at the end. But you know what? 32 years has been too long. It's been way too long. And kind of looks like they were sitting on the curveball or slider right there. Because yeah, you got two strikeouts with the fastball down the middle. Down the middle. They said, oh, this guy might be coming with a hard slider in or something off speed. Like, definitely, I, I agree with what you're saying. But... But no, uh, Julio. In that, in, that, in that point, dude, I was like, at I, that point, you got to swing. You got to swing. Don't guess. I, I, I can't go down looking in that. Two guys went yeah, down two looking. Guys. Now, I mean, one of them was Brousseau, right? Yeah, Brousseau. Even the fast ones. No, the, <laughs> we're not even saying that they were down the middle, but they're close, man. Those are not. Mm, those aren't ones that you pitches. should be taking. No, they're they're in the strike zone for sure. For and me, this is World Series, and for me, yeah, you're right. They might have been had a game plan like, oh, we're gonna attack if they're gonna come. I'm sure speed and the way that it, the Rays run, there's some data that say. Two strikes, look out for this pitch as your right-hander. Yeah, yeah, man. But, hey, man, I'm so glad we ended on the on the, uh, on the the strikeout. Uh, what I was going to say is you know that the last three World Series ended on the strikeout, 2018, 2019, 2018, 2019, 2020. You're right. And the ones before ended up on plays on the field, which is I just wanted to Just end. plays on the field. Okay, I like that. Yeah, because it was two ground outs. Well, 2017 was a ground out. 2016 was a ground out to Chris Bryant. Mm, you're right. Yeah, and then the 20, roller. Yep, yep. Yeah, man, but it's just. But how is it? How cool is it? Now no, say, it's. You know, I don't know if you, if you guys seen those la- those YouTube videos at last pitch of the World Series. We're on that that thing now. We're not the ones who got we lost. We're the ones who finished the job. Yeah, we strike we out the guy and you jump and you you react and you're able to. Job was done. Job. Job is, is done. finished. And. The feeling is so weird when next year's opening day comes. Like we won, and there's a freaking ring. There's a ring, That's a piece of metal. Sh- sorry, piece of metal. Hey, um, mm-hmm. while we're talking about that piece of metal, I had to bring it up because I knew you wanted. I helped you. I know I kind of screw get- the guy giving the piece of metal out. Screw that guy. He deserves all the freaking booze in the he world. Got a lot of booze, and I'm glad he did. I, Rob Manfred has to know he's a freaking villain already, right? You have like. Dude, you cannot be dude, that the, hidden from the world to realize you are not hated by all of baseball. You, dude, minus Houston. I know he knows. He did. He wanted to get out of there so fast. Like uh, he, he uh, Corey Seager, he's your MVP. By the way, we had to do that to say congrats to Corey Seager, MVP. Did I get him? Did I call Corey I, Seager? I think you did, right? I called Corey Seager. I called Game Six. Vegas, come to me. Don't go to that is great. Don't go great to no I, I said I said Cody, and then I stuck with my red turn too. Your your low key one was Will Smith, who didn't have the best. Yeah, he was he was like a I was close. JT hit three 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 twenty. No, he hit really good. You know what? Those guys on Fox are saying it left and right, and I'm gonna get back to my Rob Manfred because I hate him now. Yeah. But those guys are saying it left and right. There are so many MVPs. Oh, definitely. You couldn't definitely. give it. You couldn't to, give it to freaking Randy Rosarena for not winning. You exactly. say, "Hey, man, you're that good. You're that good. You you could say that you earned this." Yeah, no. You had Julio. Julio Kershaw with a two ERA. Kershaw two. Walker wins. Bueller said, "Shove it to those guys, right?" Yeah, Walker's JT. a little low because of one. JT, yes. Corey Seager. Max Muncie. Maximus Muncius. <laughs> Maximus Muncius. <laughs> Max Muncie, the funky Muncie at first. Austin Barnes. Screw it, Austin Barnes. You know. Mookie, Mookie didn't have the greatest World Series, but he hit two clutch home runs. To be fair, he I I feel like Mookie was vital. He didn't have the best World Series. He did not. That's true. No, but look at For his two hits. Wins? Those those hits that he does get is, is huge. Yeah, yeah, two wins for sure. The first one and the last one, even the one with Morton, he kind of got started right. He kind of yeah, no, got that one hit. Hell, you could look at Jock for that 
that uh, comeback yes. in Game Five. That's true. Jock, Jock had a great. Jock had a too. great series, hitting freaking four hundred or three fifty or whatever yeah, it was. You're right. Go to the bullpen, man. Victor Chris Taylor Gonzalez. Had some nice moments too. Chris Taylor cost it a game. He lost it as MVP. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. He, sorry, Chris. I love you. <laughs> I love Chris Taylor, but he, he he lost it when he lost the game. I think. Yeah. You but go to the, the bullpen, bullpen man. The bullpen. Victor Gonzalez, Bruce Dar. Alex Wood. Alex Wood. Dylan Floro. Dylan Floro. Um, who else? Blake. Blake Trinan. Like, where do I? Where am I gonna go wrong with these yeah, guys, man? Yeah, awesome. It was this, this phenomenal. A little, bit, a little bit of love to Blake Snell too, because he was amazing too. He could have won easily if day one. If they would have won his two games, he could have. Yes, dude, he was amazing. I, I think they showed guy. his stats. It was like eighteen innings, twenty like three strikeouts. Man, like, ridiculous, dude. He was maybe even more. All I know is I looked at it and it was more than two strikeouts an inning that he. He threw. was. Gross. <laughs> he was freaking gross. Exactly. All right, so back to your Manfred, please, because I want to hear Back it. to Manfred, because this guy's a freaking idiot. How do you go up there and not expect to be booed by a bunch of Dodger fans? No, man? he How knew. do you not expect to go anywhere and not be booed by Do- by baseball fans? Like I'm telling you, he knew he would do He wanted to get out of there, dude. He, He's like, the, you, okay, when he was giving away the commissioner's trophy, he started like, boop, 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 Yeah. Looks up at the freaking crowd and just stays stays there for a good fifteen seconds, not saying anything. They let him have it too, which is great. I love that they let him have it. He deserves to let it be had, or whatever you want to call it. And I swear, I just wanted to say, man, that guy deserves every boo he gets. He had he is a spineless <laughs> little monster, man. Spineless. Hey, careful! If we ever want to make it like big and get an MLB network, we. They wouldn't want to. Screw that, man. I'm going to call him out. I'm going to call it how I see it. You either want my real takes or you don't. But screw him. Take it or leave it, baby. Take take it or leave it. There is no other way. Like Okay, and then one more thing, though. Seriously, we man. Needed, we needed two things that I want to bring up. I am so, so, so happy for Mr. Let me go first. Doc Roberts. He's been with us four years. Oh, now. yes, Five yes, years. yes. Doc, when he won his elation, the... Reaction, you know, him being like, Oh my god, we did it. Um, I was so happy for him. You know, he gets a lot of hate, which is like we said, it's not right. He does a lot of things wrong. I'm holding my face because I really do feel so happy. Yeah, we don't allow uh, Dave Roberts hate here. You know, like we said, you you question some of the decisions, sure, some things that. That's fine. It happens. Dude, you know I still saw negative stuff on him today. Let's get out of here, people. Get People leave. saying, well, yeah, about time he won one. He costed us three others. No. what? Oh, no. Not even. Doc, freaking love you. And number one, praise praises to, to the baseball heavens for allowing this man from 2008 endure heartache after heartache. And yes, I know sometimes the moment might have been too big for him and things happen, but... I saw his interview. He said, you know, those years doesn't matter. We're champs. And yes, Clayton Kershaw, you are a champ. This guy couldn't happen to a better person. He does great no, things with his wife. He has beautiful kids. He's a great guy. He's a, he's done so much for that. The left arm of his has done nothing but greatness. The ping pong for purpose. This guy is a guy. This is a Dodger. I, I'm so glad to call him a Dodger for life. Hopefully. Oh man, I, right. Lifetime contract. Um, lifetime contract. No, you know if he leaves, he leaves. But for he's always a Dodger in our hearts. He he's a hall, hall of famer. Fame, he's our hall Dodger, of famer, man. man. He's our next hall of famer. Yeah, he is the right? next hall of famer. I don't see anybody uh, else. But I'm so Mike happy. Kind of screwed us over on that. Oh yeah, whatever. But I'm so happy for him. No, I the, the his face too when you watch him just like kind of you like can take, see the stress yeah. disappear and. I think everybody understood what that title meant because you watch those um, reactions 
everybody's happy. Like, it's, yeah, dap up, right? But you see them, every time they meet, friggin' lock eyes with Kershaw, it's a whole nother feeling, like, almost tears coming down each player's yeah. eyes. And they understand that they may have just cemented him as the greatest pitcher ever, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you're, that's oh, such a wonderful point you made, like, you're right. You're happy. You're happy. But you see every interaction with Kershaw. It's like they it's look at him more they, than just the yeah, World Series. They I look think. at him and they go, "Dude, like you did it. Exactly. Like, we got you. And we got you this freaking ring." And you and I talked about well, it. Well, not you know, not that they did it. We did it as a whole. Yeah, right? no, yeah. but you and I talked about it. Where like it'd be one thing if he was a guy on the team. Yeah, like a yeah. third guy, fourth or, guy. Or let's just say you know it was later on in his career where he helped a little bit. He wasn't really that much. Like different. No, no he this was, one. If he doesn't go out and pitch the way he pitches, We're the not. Dodgers don't win the World Series, and that <coughs> excuse me, he's getting a little choked up. I am. That right there is what I love about mm-hmm. Kershaw getting the ring, is that he was the man. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, I don't know how to feel. Like, guys, this is a lot to of me. Wo- like, that I think almost felt better to me. Then the Dodgers win in the World Series. Oh yeah, very close, very close. Like, when, I see, when I see the face of Doc and Clayton, they always make oh, it. They make it for me, dude. Yeah. Like, when I see their faces, like kind of like almost crying and just that that pure joy in your heart of like, dude, we finally did. I can't and, believe we did it. That's just so. And Doc's like facial expressions are so real. Yeah. That's what it, I think. That's what like you know, like you see the guys like, yeah, we won, we won. Yeah, I know. No, he, Doc we, is like he feels that moment. Yeah. He feels. What he did for Los Angeles. Yeah. He feels what he did for Kershaw. When well, he, not what he did, but what he's a part of. And yeah, when Kershaw he grabbed and, him, they had that little part in the television where he grabs oh, him. He's like, I'm so, I'm so happy for you. I was yes. like, dude, this is so amazing. This right. is so amazing. This is what baseball's all about. Exactly. And, man, like, I, I kind of had this conversation with Cass and kind of told her if Kershaw walked away tomorrow, selfishly, I'd want him to stay. But Yeah, me too. I, I would say thank, thank you. you and yeah. this is your time to walk off into the sunset. Yeah. He could pitch another three years. They don't matter no more, man. Yeah. Any stat he needs, he don't need no more stats. No, he doesn't. You're he right. Got he, that he got that ring. He got the money. That's so crazy he to see. He has the legacy. He has a ring. Like, part of me, I'm split 50-50, but yeah. part of, like 50% of me wants him to say, guys, thank you for an amazing career. It's time for me to ride off into the sunset. <sighs> I know he's only thirty-two, but you no no. You're saying hypothetically, like you wouldn't mind it. You think it would be great. He can walk off and dude, you've done everything. No, like, you don't need to do like there's nothing else you would need to say. Like you know, they, they say that for kind of like the LeBron thing. Yeah, I think LeBron has more to prove. Yeah, in yeah. my opinion. Uh-huh. But like, but you could walk away and nobody will, will bat an eye, man. You're like, right. You're right. But it, the beauty of it, though, I think, is that he's got this one. It's off his back. It's done. What? You know, A-Rod keeps comparing him to kind of Andy Pettit where he can have a back half of his career that could be better than the first. Yeah. Maturity stuff, and the pressure is gone. It's gone. You won already. So, you know, so what, what if is you get blown up in the playoffs again, who cares? Who cares? You it, say, it, you see this bad boy? I got it. I know what to do in the playoffs. It just didn't happen for yeah. me today. So, right? Yeah, I know. You're right. You know, he's 32. It's a little later, but guys have been pitching for a while. If he wants to do it, his mindset. Scherzer's like 38. If he wants to do it, his mindset. Dude, go out. And this stuff still looks good. So, you know, once in a while, yeah, his velocity goes down a bit. He's not, of course, he had a little bit of back spasms, which might have, you know, led to some of that. But his stuff is still plays, man. Still plays. And like you said, what do I have to lose? I got this sucker right here in my ring. I know how to win. The pressure's off. There's no, 
oh, he's chasing that ring that he doesn't. No, guess what? He's got one. He's now because you know what's funny? Of, Baseball's not even a ring sport. Yeah, like NBA fixates on the ring. Jordan yeah. having six. Baseball's not even like that. And for this guy, he got put in that box. Yeah. I, I, that one I don't understand, but like you were saying, man, it's just... Yeah, because now it's not, when will he get it? He has it. Will he get more, right? Will he get more? And that's, the pressure's a little bit less on that one. Yeah, and every time he, get? he gets an, another ring, it's just, it's just another reason for you guys to call him the GOAT. The GOAT. Oh, man, that's awesome. before the ring, he could still argue, you can compare and say, mm, he might be better than Nolan Ryan. Yeah. He might be better than Pedro. Hell, he might... Be the best left-hander at that point, right? Yeah. For the ring, him and Sandy, Sandy Koufax, and Sandy has some rings, but the dominance wasn't the same, right? Yeah, I don't. You, you, well, you know the, the longevity for sure. You know, obviously, well, longevity due to injury. This guy injury. has more than 10, 12 years, right, in the big leagues. Yeah, twelve years, eleven solid ones, maybe like one rookie one. But well, still. that rookie one was like a. F- I don't even care. <sighs> still, my goodness, incredible, dude! You wake up and they're a champ. You I, feel like you're a champ. I feel like I'm. A- Last thing I think we need to touch on is more of a sour note. Yes. It's unfortunate to say, but it is. Um, we kind of missed it in our review of game six that I called the Dodgers win. Um, Justin Turner in the seventh inning, or eighth inning. Yes, got removed and no one knew why. Exactly, and it came out to say that he had COVID-19. Mm-hmm. You have a positive test. Positive test, and Unfortunately, he doesn't get to be on the field for that final out, yeah, which he, he deserves, deserves just as much deserves as, as much as anybody else. He's yeah, been, been one of the heart and souls of the team. Exactly, for the past five years or so. Yeah. And he deserved that moment, and the moment was kind of taken away. And he goes out on the field regardless anyways, yeah, right? Yeah. And I hate the fact that so much hoopla was made about it. You, They, they took away from the Dodgers winning the World Series, mm-hmm. and... Andrew Friedman's having his press conference. This man just built a World Series team, and not one mention of the World Series got mentioned to him. Yeah, it's just about Justin Turner. Justin Turner and his COVID test. Why is Justin Turner out on the field? Why mm-hmm. is this? Why that? And to those media people, maybe we'll be friends one day. Who knows? But screw you guys right now. <laughs> you didn't. I understand you're doing your job, but yeah, you're taking away something that these guys have been waiting and building on for such a long time. For the whole life and may not ever get again. Who knows? Andrew Friedman doesn't get to be on the field, but you know what he does get to do? Talk to you guys about the team. And I think that means something to him to be able to sit on that nice little pedestal and talk to Mm -hmm. everybody about the team and take it away, man. They really take it away and I really hate it. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, really. Nah, man. I, I don't know. It just really irks me. Not only that, you look at the standpoint, yes, COVID is dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree to that. But at the same point, this guy's had it for two days, technically. Yeah, the, the issue is that, you know, they did a test basically Sunday to Monday, and it's inconclusive. And listening from what I what I understand, inconclusive, inconclusive usually means negative. So that's a negative test. Did another, ran another test. MLB players are supposed to run every day. Got a inconclusive again. So they say, you know what, let's expedite these. Let's double check these because there's two inconclusives. We got to make sure. Came back positive. I believe their main research where they do it is actually in Utah, so that's why there was some. wasn't like all they knew about it before the game. That's not it's irresponsible of him for do that. Not not the case. They didn't know. As soon as they got a hold of it, got a movie for the game. Room for the game apparently wasn't allowed to you know really celebrate, but he goes out anyway against their wishes, and uh, 
you know, it's a tough situation, but at the same time, you know, there are rules, right? There are rules in place that you need to follow. There are protocols that you need to listen to. That's what you guys set from the beginning. Um, you have to do that no matter what. Even if he was there for seven innings, like, he's already there, right? That's what everyone's, a lot of people do think. But now that you find out, you take the, the precautionary steps to stay away from that and not, you know, endanger anybody else. Fortunately, he did that. You know, we understand why the response, you know, the to celebrate with your team, like you just said, things that might never happen. Justin Turner, who was 35 years old, last, last, might be his last year as a Dodger. Last year's it could be last year as a Dodger. Grew up Long Beach. He's he's a local product. He's a Dodger fan at heart. Didn't get a chance to do that. It's unfortunate, but like we all say, we talked about the Astros thing, the Red Sox thing, the COVID thing. You got to listen to the rules sometimes, and you know you have to do that. Screw you! You're wrong. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah, you could. You, I mean, obviously, you can hear my voice, and I'm very. It's very sad for me because it's it's tough because I really wanted Justin Turner to be out there. I have his jersey. He's probably my favorite player. I wanted him out there for him to celebrate. And unfortunately, it wasn't. You know, hopefully tomorrow they do another test and they said positive because sometimes they could be false positives. That mm-hmm. that does happen. Uh, but you know, you don't want to take that risk. I hope that is the case. But regardless, he didn't get that chance to be on the field technically for the last out. He wasn't no, able he to didn't. catch it and, and go. You know, throw your glove in the air, whatever you want to do, a bruise guard gratterall. We should just start calling that. That's when you flip your head, your hat, you just toss it like a frisbee. You don't get to do the bruise guard gratterall. No, he was robbed of a very important moment, in my opinion. This guy's already been on the field, talked to everybody, hugged everybody, mm-hmm. high five, this, that, and the other, probably spitting on the field. At, at what point does MLB take a look at themselves and say, hey, something we did probably screwed this up, right? Yeah, You're I supposed to be in a bubble. If you're in a bubble, it should be you and the people that MLB approved, right? Yeah, it does. Nobody else should be around them. Yeah, I noticed Justin did something, which I don't think he did. Something must have happened because it's so weird that only one guy, who knows, hopefully we don't get it. Dodgers came back today and we're all tested negative. Yeah, I know it because can take I know, a couple of days. I think they weren't days, allowed to, to fly until they tested because they're coming back here. They're mm-hmm. coming back. But they're negative, so I don't know. It, like I said, hopefully it's a false positive. That could definitely be Oh, if it's a false positive. If I were Justin Turner, somehow go after MLB first. <laughs> I'll be pissed, right? But no, I, you know, they're just taking the precautions, but it just sucks that it just had to happen. The one it happened, the one guy happened on. Now, of course, it could have been in game seven, but it literally happened on the last day of the MLB season. What are the chances? Probably very slim. They no, had it, no positive testing. Yeah. Right then, the last game of this damn season, you get it to mm-hmm. a guy. I'm not saying I, I would want, I wouldn't want anyone to get it. Please, any, even the anybody in the Rays doesn't matter. Nobody. But to happen to someone like Justin Turner, that sucks. That one sucks, and that one hurts. Really. I get the props him for being willing to, not for going out there and still taking his photos with his team, still taking the photos with the trophy, mm-hmm. still doing some of the celebration, man. Because, like we said, man, it doesn't. They're not a better person. Yeah, I, Kershaw, him, Kenley, Kenley too. We're not here for the Kenley hate. I know we didn't see Kenley in the ninth, but Kenley deserved that too, man. Because hey, his uh, career, to me, has kind of been robbed. Yeah, everyone just remembers now for the last two years instead of what he did throughout that. Yeah. Um, we do have to remember, too, though, he was vital in bringing us, closing those games against Atlanta. We were down no, 3-1, he and he got back-to-back saves, huge saves, to really put us into a position which we are now without those two saves, without someone to close those two games, especially game six, where we were. it was only a 3-1 game. No, I think you're right. I that was huge. And he was able to do that. Props to him. You know, I know the World Series didn't turn out like he wanted to. We both agree that it was a little bit of, of bad luck and just, you know, 
missed, missed opportunities there, but it's okay. It happens, but he's part of it. He's a champion. Like he said, he feels like he's part of Dodger history now. Maybe he'll be better now that he has that monkey True, off his that, back. True, that too. Um, you know, wait and see, and we're excited, not only because we get to say we're champions, but now we get to do free agent watch, and that's always fun. Oh, I love free agent Because MLB free agent watch is pretty exciting. 115 days, guys. Opening day. Let's all meet up in the same place. Let's run let's this back, baby. Back. Let's do it. So let's, Hopefully let's see the takeaways, right? Takeaways yeah. from this. One, we love that Kershaw got the title. We love it. Two, Justin Turner should have been on the field. Okay, fine. Three, screw Rab Manfred. Yes. Four, Dodgers are World Series champions. <laughs> We're World Series champions, dude. It's fucking freaking crazy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I couldn't hold it. That's all right. Let it out, Let it out. Ah, but anyways, I think we're around that time, huh? Yeah, we're around that time, unfortunately, because we can talk about this all night long. But guys, Sunday, we had exciting stuff to cover. We'll get there Sunday. We're not going to tell you now because it's always a secret, like those cliffhanger episodes. But we're excited for what is on the horizon. Super excited for what's on the horizon. We're super excited. Everything's looking. I think we're taking a step forward. Yeah, bright as hell. Don't forget, we got Habits 365. And we got fresh, clean teas. Don't forget that, guys. You know, and not only going those deep, teas or those habit teas, but going deep with Matthew and Jeremy teas. Exactly. Don't forget those other two, though. You get fifty percent off using our code Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. With us, it's fifteen dollars for those Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. See how that correlates. Fifteen's a number around here. It really is. Uh, and, uh, if you do, there's episode 30 you divide me and Jeremy that's 2 that's 15 that's 15 right episodes a piece right there yeah, so you know where you can find those double 15 episodes Maddie? let me know on anywhere podcasts are stream Podbean Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts whatever tickles your fancy you can find us there yes and you can also find us on our Instagram going deep with Matthew and Jeremy we have a Facebook we have a YouTube Twitter it's GDW with Matt and Jeremy Matt right? and Jeremy I know I have to remember that one but Thank you guys so much once again for listening. We always love, uh, you know, getting feedback from you. Don't don't be shy. Keep writing to us. Oh, we've been getting uh, a lot more, so we, we appreciate get a lot that. more. We do appreciate that. Like we said, Sunday is going to be an exciting day. We can't wait for that day. Um, of course, sports are going to be a little bit more on the smaller side. We got a little bit more off season talk. We do have NFL, which is great. We're going to get more into that as the playoffs mm-hmm. are getting are looming. But now we need to have a little more fun with a little more pop culture, with music, with movies. Whatever it needs, we'll be there for you. Remember, going deep with Matthew and Jeremy, the only place you can find those amazing things. And a Matthew and a Jeremy. Find us there, too. Don't forget about us. No, and I don't want to say that they don't really care about us. Just kidding. You guys care? (laughs) All right, guys. Anyways, guys, like always, much much love. love.